Hello and welcome to another Tabletop Games Blog Saturday Review. I visited the show last year as a member of the press. I spoke to a lot of exhibitors and spent time in the evenings catching up with friends and playing a few games. However, this year was different. For the first time, I came up to demo games on behalf of Asmodee. That meant my travel, food and accommodation were all paid for, and I even got a bit of an hourly wage. At the same time, it also meant I only had an hour's lunch break to wander around the halls. It really changed my experience of the UK Games Expo 2023. My journey started on Thursday morning, taking two trains to get to Birmingham. It was a really pleasant journey. In a way, the show already started for me on the train, actually. There was a group of people sitting at a table playing card games. It was really nice to see. When I arrived, I headed straight to the hotel, checked in and dropped off my stuff. After a short rest, I headed over to the halls, which were only one train stop away from where I stayed. I was there to get a quick introduction from the Asmodee team about demoing and seeing where everything was. I also got my exhibitor badge, which gave me entry for the whole event. After I was done familiarizing myself with the game I was going to demo and the whole setup, I headed over to the press event in the hope that I could say hello to a few people, as well as get some sneak peeks at some of the games on offer during the exhibition. It didn't take long to find Naylor Games and speak with James Naylor about the upcoming 21X, which is a twist on Blackjack. They got Marcus de Sotoy, a well-known mathematics professor, to design a card for the game, and there are other people they're talking to, so watch this space. I also saw Gavin Jones was working for Ravensburger. We didn't get to talk for very long, but it was really great to see the store so very busy. I also had a lovely chat with Nikita from Attic and Games about the upcoming cooperative game Madame Hortis. It has been in the making for some time and will be their first bigger box game. I just want to use this opportunity to say that all of Attican's games are not only designed and illustrated by Nikita, but the final game is assembled and shipped to people by their own hands. So when you receive a game from her, you know it has had all her love poured into it. Saying that, Madame Hortus may be the first game that Nikita won't assemble herself. If the crowdfunding campaign reaches a certain amount, the factory will put all the components in the box instead. So back it when it starts. As I was talking to Nikita, Rob Harper, who you might know from Playtest UK, also came over and we had a quick chat. Rob's blog, First Take Some Dice, is all about his journey as a board game designer and is a really interesting read, whether you're a designer yourself or not. I also bumped into the always wonderful John Perkins of actual old fame, Ross, more games please Connell, who now works for Northstar Games, and Ross Chapman, who you will know from Ch for Chits and Giggles. After a slightly interrupted sleep, I got to the halls to start my first shift on the Asmodee stand to demo the two-player card drafting engine building game Seven Wonders Duel. It was a real pleasure to introduce this game which I only recently learned myself, to lots of excited people who were interested in a two-player game who had previously played the game's big brother, Seven Wonders, but wanted a two-player experience. 
On my first day, I got a good 10 demos in and it was really invigorating. While I was demoing, a few lovely people popped over to just say hello. First of all, Adam Richard from Punchboard, a blog with reviews I strongly recommend you check out, turned up and we had a quick chat. A bit later, the lovely Dirk from German board game podcast Ablagestapel also said hello. It feels as if we only ever meet at UK Games Expo. I wished I'd had more time to talk to everyone, but of course, I was working, so I could only have a quick chat with everyone. I'm just so pleased that people made the effort to come and find me. I used my lunch break to pop over and see the always wonderful Bez from Stuff by Bez. Her stand was busy as it always is, but I got a chance to chat and get a quick demo of one of her new games. A game about auctioning cubes after winning an auction to become the auctioneer. Yes, as this game titles are always snappy, which makes them so charming. I also went to see Spiel des Jahres. Martina Fuchs, who is a member of the jury, was there and we had a lovely chat. We discussed my taking the nine nominations and a handful of other games back with me to donate to a good cause. That way the games didn't have to be lugged all the way back to Germany. I was more than happy to help, so keep an eye out on my social media feeds for announcements of which games were donated where. The evening was spent having food and time talking with friends. At first I wasn't sure if I could stay. The hotel was a quick train right away, but unfortunately there were train strikes. The alternative would have been a 45 minute bus ride, which I didn't really fancy. Luckily, someone else who was demoing for Asmodee also wanted to stay after the show was closed and was happy to share a cab with me. It wasn't necessarily cheap, but it was worth it to socialize in the evenings. After another interrupted night, I got back to the halls for more demoing on Saturday. During my lunch break, I headed to Hall 2 to find Minerva Tabletop Stand. I didn't get a chance to speak with Scott James, but had a quick chat with Matt Hother. They were demoing the upcoming Crumbs, which looks really exciting and is worth a closer look. I also got to speak with Jessica Metheringham from Descent Games, who was showing off the production copy of Library Labyrinth, which I reviewed a while ago. It's a great cooperative game of finding women from the world of literature and getting them to defeat monsters that are terrorizing the library. I strongly recommend you check it out. Saturday evening was spent socializing more with friends. We tried to get one of the open gaming tables in the Hilton Hotel, but they were all jam-packed. So we ended up in the bar to chat instead. I slept much better and was ready to tackle the last day. Saturday I had been demoing around 15 times and was going to achieve the same on Sunday. On the day, Sean Newman came over to say hello. Under the label Game A Lot, he and fellow designer Christoph Scheiblofer work on a number of games. I first met them virtually back in 2019 for the Board Game Workshop Design Contest. The game they presented really grabbed me and I urged them to publish it ever since. Maybe it will happen soon, let's keep an eye out. I was also really pleasantly surprised when my favorite trick-taking game designer Daniel Newman from Numel Industries fame came to visit. I tried not to fanboy and turn into a pile of mush. The timing was perfect because I was just about to start my lunch break. We found a food place nearby, ordered fish and chips and started nerding out over trick-taking games. It was amazing. 
it felt like we'd known each other for ages. We played the upcoming Enemy an Enemy, and he showed me some of the games due out early next year. My favorite was Six of Eight, which I can't wait to see published. It was so lovely hanging out with him and talking to someone who knows trick-taking games. As the icing on the cake, Roland McDonald, whose illustrations you can see in the Undaunted series of games and many more, also came over to the stand. It took me a moment to realize who it was, but one look at the art book he was holding and I knew. We had a quick chat and he promised to come on the Let Me Illustrate podcast as soon as he has time. I also met a few other people and it was really nice to chat with each and every one of you. I didn't get a chance to speak to a few more, but I'm making a concerted effort to have more time next year, to get to see more of you and also have time to play games in the evenings. Overall, UK Games Expo 2023 was a lot of hard work and long days, but more importantly, it was a lot of fun and just walking into the halls each day energized me a lot. Seeing so many of you and being able to introduce people to a game they hadn't played before and watch them have fun was amazingly rewarding. I also want to give a shout out to the amazing Asmodee demo crew. It was amazing to work with you and get to know some of you a little more. I'm not sure if we will demo next year, but whatever happens, I would definitely pop over and say hello. Thank you to everyone who made the UK Games Expo a reality. It was another great and successful event in my books. Here is to 2024. Thank you for listening to this Tabletop Games Blog Saturday Review Podcast. Please check the description below for links mentioned in this episode as well as to the written version of this article on the blog. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, give us some stars or leave a review. Please also tell your friends about me and if you want to offer financial support, check out my Patreon Ko-fi pages, links to which you'll find in the blog at tabletopgamesblog.com. So thank you again for listening and I hope to see you again soon. This podcast was made possible by the generous help of my supporters. Role Patron, Sean Newman Magic Champion, John Risley Castle Guards, David Miller and James Naylor Dice Masters, Alex Bardi, Paul Grogan and Robin Kay And Shining Lights, Jacob Davis, Gavin Jones, Sarah Reed and Richard Simpson <laughs>